Hello and welcome to One Name at a Time. My name is Ben and I am joined as always by Pez. Dobra. For those of you who aren't aware, which I mean, if how many episodes have we done now, Pez? Uh, this is number 39 somehow. So if you're not aware <laughs> now, I'd probably go back and listen to some of the other ones. But um, One Name at a Time is the podcast where Pez and I uh, use our limited um, knowledge of Premier League football to basically make fantasy 11s on a new theme every episode. So this week, we've gone back to sort of a staple of ours, which is looking at sort of nationalities. So um, today, we're going to be looking at Premier League players who are from either the Czech Republic or Slovakia, or as it was previously, uh, Czechoslovakia. <laughs> These players don't have to have had the best spells in their careers in the Premier League. They can have been really successful in other leagues and maybe only made a few appearances in the Premier League. We're judging them on their whole careers, but they do have to have played in the Premier League and they don't have to have played for their national team, but they obviously do have to qualify for that national team and can't have played more for another national team. It's been a while since we've done a nationality one, so I think that's the main thing. So we do a 4-4-2, we get four subs. Am I forgetting anything? Uh, no, that's that, that's kind of it. Just, yeah, it's, it's well, it's not exactly what we normally do because obviously we've moshed two nationalities here. As we've done before with like USSR and Yugoslavia, we're not completely living in the 80s. This is the last one we do. When I don't think there's anyone else we can kind of go back to and put old nations back together. So I think this is the last one we're going to be able to do with this. But um, yeah, it gives, gives us another little team to try and put together. Um, yeah. It's, what we're going to do it's... next is we're going to just make up combinations of countries. Yeah. I, th- I think, yeah, just the rest of Europe FC, I think, is one that we've got planned, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is, not done. <laughs> this is probably the like of those what do you say 39 episodes i reckon probably a good half of those have probably been um nationalities so this is tried and trusted sort of familiar ground for us you know we're not doing anything new and weird this week like we did was, right, the, <laughs> was the last one that we did the chelsea loaded, yes yeah, which was yeah. a bit of a, a weirder one and i do have to just before we get started i would like to apologize to t-bob courtois as we were recording this, obviously last night, he put in probably the best performance we've ever seen from any goalkeeper um, in a Champions League final, helping us, all us, you know, non-Liverpool fans, basically enabling it so that we could go out in the street, right? Um, <laughs> so thank you very much, T-Bolt. And I'm sorry that I believe my exact words were something along the lines of, he's not really kicked on since he went to Real Madrid. Yeah. He is clearly, after last night, I'm convinced he's one of the best in the world, so... Apologies, T-Bolt, but I did, I did still put him in my team and in my I group. mean, you ain't just so, saying like, that because he called you out in his little post Yeah, I, well, I, I did definitely see, directed I did at you. I did see <laughs> that. He's clearly a fan. So I know you're listening. I'm not going to say if you're listening. I know you're listening, T-Bolt. Really sorry. I rate you. If you want to join Man United, we can do a swap deal for De Gea or something. We'd, we'd be happy to have you. But yeah, just wanted to mention that because, um, you know, I've clearly not been watching enough Spanish football. And he did, to be fair, not to make this an episode about T-Bolt Courtois, but... He did struggle when he first went there, but I think he's, he's clearly now, you know, in the form of his life. So, um, yeah, and congratulations to Real Madrid as well. Um, again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Really appreciate it. Yeah, the, the rightful winners of every Champions League ever. Yeah. <laughs> right. So on the topic of goalkeepers, segue, who have you gone for as your number one in this Czechoslovakia team? Um, and there are uh, some options. I mean, there's one really obvious, <coughs> but there are some options. Yeah, the, the main thing here was was trying to figure out who was going to be my bench option. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, the obvious one is possibly, 
I think we've maybe even said it in a couple of previous episodes before, um, if we ever did an all-time Premier League 11, this guy might actually be the one we picked to be our number one. Uh, Potentially. Potentially. However, he's definitely our number one in this one, because if you've gone for someone else, I'm going to really sort of, you know, worry about you. Uh, But Petr Cech is kind of like the the main world-class Czech player that has played in the Premier League. Um, it's it's like it's like we said, it, it could easily be all-time Premier League eleven number one. Four Premier League titles with Chelsea, five FA Cups. I'm sure one of those might even be with Arsenal. Uh, League Cups, Champions League, Team of the Year, multiple times, got multiple Golden Gloves. It was literally kind of. I mean, we've said it before with with uh, like City, haven't we? When we said these are the key players that they brought in that really sort of made the core of their team. I mean, Czech coming in. Uh, right at the start of the uh, the Abramovich era was like one of the big signings for them that really established what they wanted to do and actually gave them, you know, a, a, a reason to, to go forward with a system. I mean, he replaced Cudicini, who we've spoken about in our like Italy episode um, and potentially even our alliterative one about being a really good goalkeeper, but Czech just blew him out of the water. Um, as soon as he came in, and you know, it, it's you know, if if, he, if there was anyone we'd say is sort of the, the most guaranteed player to be in a team, it's it's potentially this guy for, for this team. Yeah, I mean, he was just so consistent, wasn't he? And you know, I think especially in his time at Chelsea, I can't think of many errors he, he made. It, I can't really think of any, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I know, sort of, when he went to Arsenal, things were changing a little bit, and it was more your goalkeeper kind of plays out from the back and he, he wasn't really that you know he wasn't really that style of goalkeeper with the ball at his feet but he was a very authoritative presence you know a real good commander at the back and you know I mean he managed to uh, to like break you know clean sheet records with John Terry in front of him so I think that's a massive achievement can't be yeah, give, give Cavalio some credit there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean Cavalio well Ashley Cole as well brilliant player Ivanovic you know Ferreira those players great but you know, you've got to say a lot from, you know, playing with, with that, with, you know, Terry. He's, he's got a lot of work to do. So, fair play to Petrek. Like you said, if, if we weren't doing United players, I think he's, I think he's, yeah, and we're doing a Premier League, a Premier League without United players. He would be my choice for number one, I think, definitely. So, to back him up? <laughs> well, there's a few options, isn't there? I mean, the sort of main one is, um, and I'm sure you'll be the same, because obviously, you know, we started watching football sort of at the same time, in the same era. And this guy is, for me, a bit of a, maybe a bit of a Boateng, possibly. Um, Pavel Cernicek was the one I went for as my backup. Um, is that what you did as well, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah. It took a little bit of uh, sort of getting there, but I think I did ultimately settle on him. I mean, I mainly remember him at Newcastle, but he obviously did have a spell at Sheffield Wednesday and I think a few other clubs as well um, in the Premier League. But uh, 49 caps for the Czech Republic, so obviously uh, a relative... Well, maybe not a regular, but, you know, a, a relatively prominent figure for them. Um, 150 appearances in the league for Newcastle, over 342 league appearances in total. You know, I, I remember him being a shot stopper. I think it's fair to say, you know, a, a player who <coughs> pulled off those amazing saves that, you know, when we were watching him, we were sort of, what, eight, nine. Um, yeah, yeah. The stuff that you Like, we wanted a goalkeeper who made incredible saves um and i remember sonicek doing that you know pulling out some absolute worldies or at least saves that looked like worldies um 
whether some of them were for the cameras, who, who knows? But yeah, a, you know, a, a good Premier League, like I said, a bit of a bow tank, bit of a Premier League legend. Uh, there are some other options though. Um, Mind Depravka, who's obviously, I think he's still at Newcastle, is sort of a Slovakian alternative. There's a few others as well. Radek Czerny, I think, was at Tottenham and QPR for a spell. Another one from the Czech yes. Republic. There's also Jan uh, Mucha, who's another Slovakian, who um, I think was at Everton, that was what, like the backup goalkeeper at one point. Yes, yeah. Um, and then I did have one who actually played for Czechoslovakia, who I can't mm. pronounce his apologies, but Jan Stejskal, maybe? Yes, yeah. yeah, Stejskal, if I wasn't trying to pronounce it properly. Um, <laughs> who he played for but I thought I would mention him as he actually played for Czechoslovakia and he's one of the few names on this list that did but yeah Cernicek for me it, like it was almost Depra- Depravka maybe um, but Cernicek really for me as a child of the 90s when I sort of remembered that he was Czech it was like well Petr first Cernicek on the bench yeah that, that was the thing for me was Cernicek or Depravka I didn't want recency bias to kind of you know win out but also I also didn't want the rose tinted glasses of thinking Cernicek was amazing to think that it was, it was just a case of sort of balancing those two out um, I it did eventually go with Cernicek but Dubravka has been pretty decent for, for Newcastle since he's uh, he's joined them although he has had periods where they put other players in front of him so I don't know if he's maybe had injuries or stuff but I know there's been times where he's not really started for them I've got one more who you didn't mention um, which is Ludek Miklosko um, oh yeah how could I also play for Czechoslovakia kind of just about overlaps the start of me really watching football I kind of associate him with West Ham um, I don't know if he played for anyone else um, but I'm pretty sure he was the goalkeeper at Euro 96 um, oh. when Czechoslovakia got to the the final um, obviously you know England didn't but yeah I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was their goalkeeper then when yeah, they, they actually did quite well so that must have been you know quite, quite a key thing but from you know what I remember I have a lot more knowledge of Cernicek than I do McCloskey, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, into our defence, would you like to go with your favourite position of right back? As always, yes. Yeah. Um, actually, some options here, and um, I'm not a hundred percent convinced of the choice I've gone with. I think it might be maybe a bit of rose tinted glasses, okay. to be honest. Uh, but I've gone for Gregera. I know he, he was quite flexible. I think he could play in a couple of positions in defence, but in my head he's mainly a right-back. So yeah. feel free to correct me if that's wrong, but I think he is primarily a right-back. 65 caps for the Czechoslovakia, for the Czech, Czech Republic, sorry. Uh, two goals. Had a brief spell with Fulham. I think that might have even been a loan spell. He only made five appearances. But he had quite a sort of, well, I'd say a, a relatively sort of high-profile sort of career in Europe. He played for Ajax, where um, he did win an Eredivisie with them. He also played for Juventus. I don't think he was a major part of, the, of that Juventus team. I think it might have been the team that had quite a lot of titles stripped off them and then went <laughs> down to Serie B. And I think he, he may have played in Serie B with them. But um, yeah, but, you know, over 300 league appearances in total in his career. Like I said, maybe a bit of roast in the glasses if he was kind of from that era where... You know, playing with the likes of Ned Ved in, um, in, in, for the Czech Republic and you know, Petr Cech as well when he first came through. I always remember him being a recognisable name in those teams yeah. um, and, and sort of seeing him do quite well, you know, quite, quite defensively solid. So I went over. There is a, a more recent option who I do think I do rate quite highly. But I ended up maybe siding with 
the nostalgia and going with Gregaro. I've done the same. Um, oh. I, yeah, I've kind of the same mindset of you when it comes to Gregaro, kind of being in that decent defensive Czech Republic unit. I think it was at Euro 2004 they got to the semis. Um, they seem to do well in Euros, yeah, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> with Ufalusi um, as well. Ufalusi and um, was it Jankolovsky left back? Yeah, possibly, yeah. Yeah, not, not a bad little you know defensive unit there. So I did go for Gregera. I assume the other one you're on about is West Ham's Vladimir Tufal. Yes. Um, who I've been quite impressed with since he's come in, as well as someone else who we might mention later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think he's sort of been around long enough to kind of prove himself as much as Krugera was. So for, like, it's one of those situations where maybe if we did this in five, ten years' time, yeah. you go, OK, yeah, he was clearly better than him. But I've, I've liked what I've seen of him. West Ham a really good team at the moment. He's a big part of that. Um, I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to see him... Uh, maybe, maybe not them because that means we might miss out on Europe um, but I'd like to see them do quite well <laughs> mm, okay. um, but yeah I, I had to go with uh, like you said might be rose tinted glasses but I, I did have to go with him just on probably the international success more than anything else I guess yeah just, that know, was a big thing for me yeah. is, is Gregera has over double the cap obviously because he's finished playing now but you know like you said maybe in, in five years Kufar will have, have caught him up a little bit um, but yeah, Gregara definitely has the the more impressive international career at this stage. Yes. Was there anyone else you had as a, a right back option? Unfortunately, oh, um, I did a quick mention for Thomas Callas, um, mm. who I think we mentioned possibly last episode in our uh, Chelsea Loney. Yes. Uh, we yeah. might have mentioned as well. I feel like we maybe mentioned him on another one as well, possibly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we've spoken about it a few times, but. Mainly, I think, played in the championship, sort of on various loans from Chelsea. And I think now he played permanently, in, you know, for a club in the championship. But, um, yeah, for me, it was, uh, you know, like I said, he's not played at the top level really enough for me uh, to, to compete with Gregor or Kufal. OK, so moving into our sort of centre-backs, who did you go for the partnership here? Again, I feel like there's one that's maybe a little bit obvious and then a couple of decent options, maybe. I, there was for me, I mean, I, I don't want to say it's, it's necessarily kind of obvious, but the best Slovakian player I've ever seen in the Premier League is unfortunately Martin Skirtle. And he was the one I kind of go, if, if any Slovakians are going to get in, it's probably going to be him. Um, and it turned out that he, he did seem better option than a lot of the, the other defenders that I had, the Czech or Slovak. Um, so he was, it was kind of Skirtle and then who I could put alongside him. I don't know if that was the same for you. I don't know how yeah. much you rate Martin Skirtle. I mean, um, I, hate him before, but I don't hate him as much as I've done him before. Yeah, he, he was kind of Liverpool's um, like Vidic adjacent, wasn't he? He was like, oh, should we get a nice yeah, European defender? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so he was gets sent off quite a bit. Yeah, but he, he, he was, I mean, it was obviously during a period when Liverpool weren't what they are now. So they like, finally. Uh, I know they were they were that in 2007. I think he was there then. Um, but no, it, 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 it was okay for a, a Liverpool team that was probably a little bit less than what they wanted it to be. Um, and I, I, he was a bit of a liability, very kind of aggressive sort of style. But you know, sometimes that's 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 what you want. Over 100 caps for Slovakia. Did win a League Cup with Liverpool, so you know at least he lifted something. You know they, they've won one of those this season, haven't they? Yeah. That's quite He's impressive. Only one trophy off what they did this season, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. That's not that's not bad, is it? So yeah, I, he was kind of the one I go. I, I've probably been most impressed with him in the Premier League. So yeah, I'll go with him. And alongside him was tricky. 
Yes, I um, don't think I don't think there's much chance we've gone for the same ones here because I'm really not sure of mine. The 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 one that really sort of stood out for me when we first sort of doing like you know Czechoslovakia as, as an idea um, was kind of older older Czech players so like you know Serna Czech yeah that 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 kind of era. So there's one that I, I didn't want to include because I thought him and Skirtle is just multiple red cards waiting to happen. So I've gone with someone else. Okay. <laughs> and it's David Rosenal who had a okay, very, yeah. very short spell with Newcastle. But otherwise, he's pretty decent on the continent. I don't think it worked out too well with him at Newcastle. It, it doesn't for a lot of players. Um, obviously, this, this was a little while ago, about 2007, 2008, he was, he was there for a short spell. But he's, he's the most capped other centre-back that I have, 60 caps for, for the yeah, Czech Republic, one goal. I remember him sort of coming through around that same sort of time as, you know, Gregera, Zufalushis. Um, I think he was he was a bit younger while they were older. I think he was kind of the next generation to come through. He was very sort of tall and sort of held himself well. I think a decent sort of, you know, sort of timing on a tackle. I don't sort of remember him being quite, you know, strong and boisterous or anything. Any that sort of style, a bit more, you know, held himself a bit more. Um, did win a League One, uh, a League R title. Uh, I've not got a notes who we played for, so I should. Uh, Leo. Like Leo, yeah, yeah. It's going to be Leo or Leon, really. Isn't yeah, probably a bad time. Um, yeah, but yeah I, I, I always thought he was he was okay for you know Czech public from what I remember seeing. Didn't work for him out for Newcastle, but that's part of the, what we do here, isn't it? We we don't just look at their Premier League career. Otherwise, there's about five defenders I could easily put ahead of him. But probably the the best partner I could find for Skirtle. That's kind of my justification. <laughs> Yeah, and now I'm looking at it, I think that makes a lot of sense. I actually didn't go for Rosenhal, um, okay. but I actually think I'm going to go with you on this one because looking at my notes, you know, he played for PSG as well in France, winning um, a French Cup with them. He won a French Cup as well as the Ligue 1 at Lille. He played for Hamburg in Germany. He played for Lazio in Italy, winning mm-hmm. a Coppa Italia. So he's played for some pretty like not- noticeable um, European clubs. You know, he played in... England, France, Germany, and Italy, right? Like, that's pretty impressive. He did make over 400 league appearances as well in his career, which, you know, again, is, is pretty impressive. The other one I, I'm assuming you're referring to is Thomas Repka. Yep. <laughs> who was who I originally went with. Uh, 46 caps for Czech Republic, over 150 league appearances for West Ham. Again, I mean, I have, I have he made over 500 appearances in his career, including Fiorentina, but I think he played a lot a lot of those appearances were maybe like slightly lower level um but i i kind of i'm not really sure why i put him in maybe just because of the total appearances a bit more but i don't really i remember him playing for west ham but i don't really remember him being any good i don't really remember rosenhal being any good either but slightly more impressive in terms of what he did on the continent as you said um another name that i had um just to have a sort of another slovakian name i like to have a bit of a balance uh with stanislav varga Yes, um, yeah. 54 caps for Slovakia. I mainly rec- remember him from a spell at Celtic where he won two SPL, two Scottish Cups and a Scottish League card. I think he was part of the same team as sort of um, you know, Neil Lennon, Henrik Larsson, John Hartson. Um, yeah, that rings a bell now. Sunderland's what I sort of have. Yeah, well, he, he did, he did have it. a spell at Sunderland as well. 41 appearances in the league for them. I think it was maybe over two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a load of appearances. I think I've got just under 300 league appearances in total. But um, a very sort of tall, dominant uh, centre-back, wasn't he, airily? Mm-hmm. Which maybe you'd expect playing in, playing in Scotland. Um, but I, I, I think uh, Rosenhal and probably Repka 
adapt at you know due to having played at the top level or at higher levels more often i think we just beat beat him um to the positions of the team yeah i've got that because my, my bench option mostly because i i'm pretty sure we played right back a fair bit as well yeah or he but just got number two so you're like right, that as well <laughs> um but yeah he was, he, I, he was definitely more, more of a center back there's a couple of other names that at least were, were familiar to me so they must have kind of done something at some point but like martin yearinek yeah. um i'm sure he was part of that sort of like 2004 era czech side um and radislav kovac as well um i don't know whether that's just because kovac is quite a popular name um, yes, he is from where I remember the Kovac who played for Juventus, if I'm getting that right. I don't think that's the same guy. No, Maybe that, was, that was Robert Kovac. Yes, uh, and Nico is his brother. I think they're Croatian. I think. Yeah. I don't think either of them played in Premier League, unfortunately. They're quite good. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing Kovac and going, oh, is it one of the good ones? And it turned out that it wasn't. <laughs> did, the, uh, did you have anyone, any others? Uh, Lubomir Michalik. Um, oh. It's a Slovakian one who I remember sort of being around at some point. I think he ended up at Leeds, but that's kind of the only one I've, I've really got who I was like, oh, I actually recognise that name, which is kind of where we get to when we have to like put some of these teams together. <laughs> yeah, if he ended up at Leeds, best not to talk about him. Yeah, yeah. so left back. <laughs> um, kind of the opposite of right back, where you know right back I had two two options. I would have been happy with either of them being in the team. Left back. Not, not so much. Um, I've ended up oddly going for Marek Cech, who actually, and unless I've got this wrong, was actually Slovakian. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, he did make 50, 50 appearances for Slovakia and uh, played in the Premier League with West Brom, uh, over 50 league appearances for them, over 290 league appearances in total, played for Porto and won a couple of um, Portuguese leagues with them. Bologna, Boavista, a couple of sort of European clubs in, in a couple of different leagues. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you know, Marek Cech was, you know, this type of player or whatever. I Honestly, I, I don't really know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he had more caps than my other option, more Premier League appearances than my other option. So that's kind of, I, I went for him. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, they're both Slovakian as well, so I can't even say... You know, put one in to sort of, you know, balance that out a little bit more. Um, yeah, that, I just that, kind that, of went on, on a gut feeling a little bit, I guess. Yeah, I, I've, I've done exactly the same. Purely went on caps. I remember Marek Cech being around, they say West Brom. It's West Brom when they really have anyone who's kind of going to really set the world alight. So I, I don't know if he did particularly well there or, or what. But yeah, I assume the other option you have is, is, is Vladimir Kinder, because I think he's probably the more known one. Of, uh, the other one I had was Bratislav Gresko. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I had him as well. It was, it was, I do have yeah. Kinder as a mention. Yeah, Kinder, Slovakian as well. So, you know, it was, it was always going to be a Slovakian left back. We're not just trying to make up the numbers here. But yeah, Kinder only had 39 caps. Um, that includes caps for Czechoslovakia as well. But I, I, I'm pretty sure he was at maybe Middlesbrough. Uh, it, it, again, it sort of overlaps with just when I kind of really started to look at football and, and get interested in this. So I, I don't know how good he was. At least Czech, I've, I've, I've seen a few times. Greshko, I can barely sort of remember even being in the Premier League, but I do recognise the name. Um, so purely on the same reason as you, that they kind of have more international caps, uh, Czech is, is what I've gone for. And it, it brings a bit of irony to it, doesn't it? A Slovak or Czech. So I'm, I'm happy to go with him. <laughs> yeah, Greshko, I mean, 30-odd caps for Slovakia. Played for Blackburn, apparently. 40 mm. appearances for them in the league. 
did play for Bayer Leverkusen and Inter Milan, who may be a you know, slightly higher level club than the ones Czech played for. But I thought the fact as well that Czech had won stuff in, in Portugal with Porto was, you know, maybe something to, to, to push him slightly higher. I don't know. It wasn't a, like I said, it wasn't a very informed decision, fortunately. Yes, yeah, yeah. But at least we ended up on the same, uh, same page. <laughs> So, moving into midfield, we'll go with centre midfield. Um, who have you gone for as your sort of two central midfielders? Again, some some decent options here. Yes, yeah, yeah, not 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 a bad few options. Um, midfield in general is actually relatively strong, I'd say, as, as compared to some of the other teams we, we, we've put together. I've gone with, I mean, this might be somewhere where, because I'll admit already now that in my forwards, I've gone for someone who's a bit more of a, like a, a number 10 or more. Okay. If, if, they, if they're playing nowadays, it would probably be like on the right or left of a front three. Okay. Um, so I've included them there. You could have easily included them as a midfielder. So let's see how that goes. But my my midfield uh, central partnership um, is two Tomishes. I think it's uh, the same as mine. Okay, okay. First up, I'll go with Sutek, um, or Sanchek, however uh, you know, commentators want to pronounce it this week who is the other West Ham Czech player uh, alongside Sufal, who I'd say has kind of been a, a decent backbone for them in having a good couple of seasons recently. Very decent fantasy player, as I found yeah. out uh, last season. So that's always you know, a bit of kudos on, on my end. 46 caps uh, for, for the Czech Republic, eight goals, so not a bad return. I do look at him as a bit more, not necessarily attack, but, you know, sort of, defensive midfielder but he has got more that side of him than you, kind of like an out and out number 10 sort of style are you um, going to compare him to are you going to call him West Ham's Marouane Fellaini yes <laughs> it's, essentially, it's essentially the closest equivalent but Suchet is maybe a little bit better with the ball at his feet <laughs> from what I've seen annoyed. Um, yeah but does he have the chest control that Fellaini did <laughs> he doesn't have the hair give him that um but yeah, so, it's, it's, I think think he. I don't think it's reasonably right to include him, especially when you look at the other sort of options we've yeah. got. Um, it, I, I think he's been a, a really good addition to the Premier League. Really enjoyed watching him play. Like I said, he's been on a fantasy team more than a lot of other players um, have in the past two seasons. So, yeah, good good little player. I like him. I hope he does well. Um, hope he continues to do well. And alongside him, I've gone with. This is why I say Suchek's probably a little bit more defensive minded because Thomas Rosicki yep. is very attack minded. <laughs> Was at one point one of the hottest prospects in European football. Mm. Lots of injuries, unfortunately, though, which really curtailed what could have been a fantastic career. Going to Arsenal also curtailed what could be a fantastic career, let's be honest. Yeah, um, yeah it was uh, sort of spent basically a decade there, didn't he? Kind of. I didn't have a loan away as well. Um, he was, he was, I know it was at Dortmund, wasn't he, when he sort of started out, and that was that was when it, it sort of really hit the stage. And he was, he was part of that, you know, 2004, you know, run. A fantastic part of that team. Uh, I think Galasek was the sort of defensive midfielder of that with Nedved, and then someone else on the right wing. <laughs> you might be mentioning him. Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, over 100 caps for checks, 20, 23 goals. Uh, won a couple of FA Cups with Arsenal. Did get a Bundesliga before you know before the Klopp Dortmunds. This was this was the the other Dortmund. Really good hot prospect. Just yeah, injuries really 
really killed this guy's career because he, he could have been absolutely fantastic player that I really enjoy watching, especially that, that sort of age where, you know, I was probably about 14, 15 and, you know, seeing players around that sort of age who were like, this guy's the next big thing. You go, OK, I'm going to keep an eye on him. And yeah, things just clearly didn't work out. But yeah, still a player that I, I really enjoy watching. Um, sort of you know, highlights packages of, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he's one of the few that you can really go. He's definitely going to be in this team, even without sort of realizing that other options aren't going to be quite as good. But if they, you know, you had some other decent options, I'd still go with it to go with him just because of, of what he, he he could do at his best. Yeah, like like I said, I I went for the same two, the two Thomas. Thomas's, um, <laughs> uh, the two Thomases, Tommy, um, <laughs> Tommy. yeah, Tommy. <laughs> I went for both. Suchek, like you, is someone who's featured quite a lot on my fantasy team. I think I actually got him in quite quickly after he originally joined West Ham on loan, and he was, you know, it's one of those signings in fantasy that, you know, you're quite proud of, um, <laughs> you know, especially when it's like a lone player and they come in and, you know, they then, you know, get you some goals and stuff. There's quite a few that I, I've had over the years that I sort of look back on and think, like, you know, even though really I was just sort of taking a pun, I sort of really pat myself on the back about it. Um, <laughs> Rosicki, yeah, good, really good player. Um, sort of a bit of a shame he was part of an Arsenal team that was dwindling and, like you said, he had quite a lot of injuries. Could play sort of in a wider, more attacking position, but I think probably was at his best in the centre of midfield. There weren't really too many players for me, who who were on the same level as those two. I don't, like you said, I don't think it's recency bias putting in Suchek because, you know, I don't, re- I don't really think there's anyone else. The other ones I had was, again, I'm going to butcher some of these, some of these. I don't know. <laughs> Kutcher? Kuka? Yes, yeah, yeah, Kutska, yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. he's in the Premier currently, League. Uh, currently at Watford on loan, isn't he? Okay, he's not in the Premier League anymore. <laughs> well, it's still technically until I don't know. They do that. Nottingham Forest have literally um, got yeah. promoted tonight, right? So actually, maybe from this, that's kind of the last thing to happen. But yeah. um, uh, ninety caps for Slovakia. I didn't. I didn't actually know much about him to be honest before I did this. Um, but ninety caps for Slovakia is obviously, you know, very impressive, um, even for a smaller nation. But, you know, over 400 appearances in his career, he's played a lot in um, in Italy with Genoa, which presumably explains the Watford link, but Milan and Parma as well. So he's played for some some big historic clubs, especially Milan. Also had Yuri Jarosic, who, I, again, I think we've mentioned a couple of times. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who only had 23 caps for Czech Republic, which I was a bit surprised about, but obviously had that spell at Chelsea, you know, where he won, um, I think he won a Premier League and a League Cup not sure how much he contributed to that but hey you know he was he was there um and he also played for Birmingham and Celtic and Zaragoza among others but for me you know like you look Jarosic or Suchek possibly actually quite similar players but I think Suchek's a better player than Jarosic was um and already even though Jarosic's retired um and Suchek's still sort of in his you know mid mid to late 20s Suchek has like double the caps so, um, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think it was really, really uh, a competition there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have put Yarishik as kind of a bench option. You might want to put someone sort of a, a wider player as that if, if you know, you feel they're better. But I thought I remember Yarishik being quite quite versatile, but also friend of the show as well. By now, I think we mentioned it probably about six times. 
<laughs> I think we mentioned him last time, didn't we? Because he was a Chelsea. Yeah, loan, Chelsea, so. maybe alliteration yeah. as well. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, I've, I've got Andre Duda, who is a name that I think I remember just because it sounds a bit funny. Slovakian, can't really remember who he played for in Premier League, but 54 caps and nine goals isn't a bad return for a, you know, a, a midfielder. And then uh, uh, it's just a couple of names who are kind of like, I've got Matijovski, who I remember from Reading yeah. when they were in the Premier League, which was a good while ago, and I don't think he was even particularly good for them. Um, uh, he was one that I, I was like, ooh, like he was quite a good player, wasn't he? I think maybe thinking about internationally. And then when I looked at his record, was like, I'm not even, you know, I have him down to a mention, and that was it. Yeah, and uh, I can't even remember his first name. I've literally just written his, his surname. Mar- he's, he's kind uh, of a, um, oh, no, it's Marek. Marek uh, yes, Marek Matejovski. Um, but I've got Kroll. I think it oh, is. Oh, Alex Kroll, yeah. Alex Kroll, who was, like, he was tipped to do quite well. And I think he played, like, was he on loan at West Ham as well and played, like, twice or something? Yeah. It's just like, oh, I thought he was going to be okay, but uh, clearly not. But that that's kind of it for, like, central midfielders. At least ones that I haven't kind of maybe rearranged a little bit. <laughs> so what about your, yeah. your wide players? So I'm aware that probably one of my wide players you've put up front. Possibly this one. Um, and if not this one, the other one. <laughs> Obviously. Um, I've gone on the right-hand side. So I think this player was actually possibly more known as a, a left-sider. But on my left side, I felt I had someone who, in my head, is a left-sider and couldn't really play. Maybe could have played as a number 10, but definitely, for me, wasn't a right-sided player. Um, whereas this player, for me, could play on either side if needed. I've gone for Vladimir Smitsa. Um, 80 caps for the Czech Republic. 27 goals. Uh, so probably, you know, a definitely more attacking style winger. Mm. Uh, obviously played for Liverpool, unfortunately. But weirdly, I always quite liked Spitzer. Um, yeah. uh, over 180 appearances for them. An FA Cup, two League Cups, a Champions League and a UEFA Cup. Um, over 450 appearances in his career. Also played uh, for Lons in France, winning a Ligue 1 and a French Cup. Also played for Bordeaux and Slavia Prague, as, you know, many players in this team did. I don't know what it was about Smitser. Possibly that thing of, you know, again, he was part of that sort of 2004 Czech Republic team um, and possibly earlier Czech Republic teams as well. I possibly just liked him because Vladimir Smitsa sounds like a kind of cool name, you yeah. know. Um, it's a bit bomb villainy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, he played for Liverpool, but he was kind of like my, probably my guilty pleasure of that Liverpool team that was generally shit, let's be honest. Um, yeah he was probably the only player I really liked in that team um, there is another quite good option on the right hand side so I think you might have moved Smitsa further forward Smitsa is the one I've moved further yeah. forward I was, also, I was saying, there like, is another maybe, maybe, good option on that right hand side yeah like maybe, maybe if, if Smitsa was playing nowadays he'd probably be kind of like a Mane type like he'd probably be on the front like the right or left of a front three I think he's probably a, that more sort of style player than he would be like a, a midfield three yeah, I, I seem to remember him being very attack-minded, very quick, um, very direct. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure he scored in that 2005 uh, second-best Champions League final comeback win for them. So there's a bit of clout there, you know. Like fair enough. But yeah, yeah, I think he's one of those ones that kind of you had to be in this team at some point. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, over, over some of the other options, but. Uh, yeah, I, I'll admit I've, I've put him up top. So, who is your your other your other wide one? So my other wide one, um, and maybe I've got a little bit here, not what you know, compensating for my Man United bias, but I wouldn't call this player a Man United legend, even though I think he plays in quite a lot of the legend games. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, 
as Carol Poborski, who is in Czech Republic, you know, more caps than uh, Smita. Um, probably actually behind Czech, I think, the most caps on this list. Um, 118 caps for Czech Republic. Eight goals. Very much more of a sort of, I think, a, an old-school right-sided midfielder than the current one. You know, I think Poborski probably could play in a midfield three. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, played for Man United, I think only over two seasons. Uh, 48 appearances, six goals, one Premier League. Came in off the back of, was, which, um, was it 96? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, joined us in 96, yeah. Euros 96, yeah, where Czech Republic did quite well. A lot of, I think, hype for him at Manchester United. Unfortunately for him, there was also a player called David Beckham coming through also in that right-hand side of the midfield. And yeah. if you remember correctly, David Beckham was quite good. So he ended up not really working out and, and moving on. But went on to have quite a good career by all accounts. Played for Benfica and Lazio. I've got he made almost 400 league appearances in his career, so you know quite a lot. Um, he did win a shared Czech Footballer of the Year with another player who we might mention shortly. Um, <laughs> I, again, it's another one where I will probably be happy to go with you here and put Poborski on the right and Smitsa up top. Like you said, Smitsa could play there, and Poborski was a he was a classy player. Um, mm. I think there was one sort of chip goal he scored for Man United, possibly. Maybe it was for Czech Republic, but I seem to remember a chip goal for him that was quite impressive. So, um, mm. one of those players I kind of wish he, he, he had done better. Um, or he'd, he, not that I don't wish David Beckham came through, but maybe that they hadn't aligned so much that we could have maybe seen yeah, more yeah. and, and given him more chance to uh, to do well at United. Yeah, 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 I agree, because uh, he, he was one of the ones that actually, he spanned both decent Czech Republic Euros, didn't he? He was 96, yeah. and he was also in that 2014, obviously a bit older. <laughs> but yeah, he, he, you know, he's he one of those ones that, it's, yeah, he's not a Man United legend by, by any stretch of the imagination, but as soon as you say the name Karl Borski, you immediately think, yeah, played for Man U. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, and it, I mean, you know it's, not, it's a no, big association there. But 48 appearances, you know, it's not like he made you know three appearances for United he did play for United yeah he was a regular for two seasons in one which we won the Premier League so you know it's, it's not bad really is it and yeah he did, did well internationally he did well on the continent so yeah the, the decent player he's probably probably is kind of like the Czech Beckham I guess really isn't he kind of you know I think they, they hold him up in, in quite high regard because of what he's done with the, the national team over so many years yeah good good player so that's that's who I went with on the right as well with some each up top which means my left sider is Patrick Berger. Yes, who shared a Czech player of the year with Karol Kaborski. Okay, nice, nice. Um, yeah, Berger, again, part of that sort of, I guess, more or less overlap with Smeets, didn't he, from for the vast majority of, of it? Yeah. Like that, that sort of uh, early, early naughty sort of Gerard Houllier Liverpool, wasn't it? That, uh, that sort, of, sort of era. Yeah, 42 caps for, for Czechs, uh, 18 goals. Uh, included a few appearances for Czechoslovakia before you know, they, they, all, they all switched over. Um, one, he was part of that, uh, you know, the, the the shit treble winning team on the FA Cup, League Cup, UEFA Cup. Still um, better than they've done this season. Yeah, it's weirdly, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, one more trophy. Um, but yeah, it did win a Bundesliga as well, uh, which is as as far as Czech players go, is is, is quite an impressive feat. There's there's not many Bundesliga winners in this team, like I say, Wojcicki, Um so yeah, that's not not a bad little uh, little standing for him there, and I quite like Berger as well. He, he was another one who had a bit of a, an eye for 
a shot, really, wasn't it? You know, but yeah, Patrick from about goal. 30 yards out, you kind of go... Oh. His highlights <laughs> really probably quite a, quite a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he could probably play as kind of like a number 10 as well, but I just associate him with being a bit more of a, of a wide player, sort of cut in and, and shoot kind of style. And I think he was a better option on my wide, you know, as, as a wide player than any of my other sort of striker options would have been. So that's, that's why I put Smeets there and, and I, I'd, I'd like to see Berger start. So if you're, you're happy with that, then then I think we, we go with that. But we'll see how, we, how you've got up top. Have you got any other wide players to throw in? Um, the main one I wanted to mention was Vladimir Weiss, who could also possibly be um, a forward option. Um, but to kind of have a bit more uh, sort of Slovakian representation, uh, mm. 74 caps for Slovakia, seven goals. Uh, actually came through at Man City, played five times for them, one goal. But I remember him having quite a lot of loan spells. I remember him being at Bolton at one point and Rangers as well, where I think... He won uh, an SPL in the Scottish Cup. It's played all over the shop. Espanyol, Olympiacos. You know, again, I don't think he's on the level of Berger and, um, you know, Smitzer and Pavorsky, but, mm. you know, a, a good representative. Had, had a good uh, international career. Yeah. Um, and has and done bits in, in, in a couple of countries as well. There was also Miroslav Stock, who was another uh, Slovakian representative who I think played for Chelsea. Yeah, I think I'd I say played last, last time, didn't I? <laughs> I say played for Chelsea. I don't think he did really that much. But, um, he definitely played more on loan than he did for Chelsea. Yeah. Said, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I felt Vice was worth having as a more significant mention. Yeah, yeah. I, I, even if we're trying to sort of justify any Slovak, I can't argue their case over no. you know, some really good Czech players. <laughs> so, no, yeah, there's, it's nice to mention, but yeah, they're not going to get in the, uh, the starting lineup. So into our sort of forward line, I've obviously given a little bit of a spoil of what I've done here. So what have you got? Uh, well, I haven't got Vladimir Smitsa, <laughs> uh, but I, I think I know which one you put him with. And I, like I said, I, I'm quite happy if we get Poborski and I'm quite happy to, to move Smitsa to an attacking position. Um, I think the one you will have gone with will be Milan Bauer, yeah. um, who even though he wore number five at Liverpool, I feel like, which is ridiculous, let's be honest. Why, why is a forward rank number five? It's disgusting. But he ha- I do think he has to be in this team. Um, even though his spell at Liverpool wasn't really that impressive. I mean, he won a Champions League in a League Cup. But I think he had 108 appearances, 27 goals. So about one in four. Hmm. Not really that impressive. Didn't really do that great uh, um, the other Premier- in his other Premier League spells. He was at Villa for a bit, at Portsmouth, I think, on loan. Where he did actually win an FA Cup with Portsmouth, but um, but it's mainly internationally. 93 caps, 41 goals, is a very good return internationally. Almost one in two, you know, for a Czech side that although they did quite well sort of around that time, 2004, where he was actually in, in the team of the tournament, and I think he won the Golden Boot as well. That's how I'm pretty um, sure he's top scorer, yeah. But it, it wasn't, you know, necessarily, you know, it was still kind of an underdog Czech side. You know, it wasn't a, you know, he, he was not playing for one of Europe's elite who's dominating matches all the time. Mm. So an almost one in two is a very good return. Did well at Lyon as well when they were the force in, in France, winning two league guns there. Um, also played for Galatasaray, winning a Turkish league there. 556 appearances in total, 177 goals. So, you know, about one in one in three in total in his career. Not too mm-hmm. bad. 
but yeah, I felt like he kind of had to be in there. Definitely, when you think of Czech Republic forwards, I think who've played in the Premier League, for me, he's the one you think of. Um, yes, yeah. And to kind of reflect that, alongside him, I didn't go for another Czech player. I went for a Slovakian player, mm. um, and I went for Silard Neme, um, yeah. who uh, 58 caps for Slovakia, 22 goals. Again, quite a good, especially for Slovakia. Again, not a, a massive. You know, you know, probably a team that's an underdog quite a lot of the time. You know, about one in two, one in three. Played for Borough, quite famously. Over 100 appearances in the league, over 20-odd goals in the league. Not great, but not awful. You know, did did, did get goals for them. I won the League Cup with them as well, I'm famously beating Bolton. I've got 350-odd league appearances, over 100 goals. Again, about one in three. Played for Sparta Prague, played for Strasbourg in France. Uh, won a Slovak Footballer of the Year. Uh, two Slovak League top scorers. He seemed like, if we're going on out-and-out strikers, yeah, the best option to partner um, to partner Barros. But like you say, probably better to put Smitsa there with, you know, sort of in behind Barros and Paborski out on the right. Yeah, yeah. Nemeth is my bench option here purely because putting Smitsa forward, I think he's he's the, the best of the other sort of out-and-out striker option we've got. Um, my main memory of him is that he always had a knack of scoring against United. Um, so that might be why I think of him as being maybe potentially better than he was. It was around that time where Middlesbrough just had a whole United Nations of strikers, um, yeah. like Macaroni, Job. Uh, Job. Yeah, it, it was, it was uh, probably Viduka as well. <laughs> it, was, it, yeah. was, it was that, yeah, there was, uh, a lot of sort of, uh, yeah, okay strikers and, and he was one of them. But yeah, he, 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 he did okay. Like you say, won, won the League Cup with Borough, first thing they ever won. Yeah, it's a bit, bit of uh, bit of folklore. Only thing they've ever won. It, probably, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he, he was my bench option over. I mean, realistically, the, the only one who's actually done anything of note in the Premier League is Matej Vidra. Yeah. And he's a Championship player playing in the Premier League. Um, well, no, now he's a Championship player playing in the Championship. Yes, yeah, he, he does okay in the Championship. He's one of yeah, those, those, those handful where you go, oh, okay, he's, he's done okay this season. He's come up, let's see what he does, and then it's he's three been goals. In two Championship play- teams of the year, one Championship player of <laughs> yeah. the year, and has won a Championship Golden Boot as well, as well yeah. as being Player of the Year and Players Player of the Year at Derby while they were in the Championship. So yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> a Championship. You know, he reminds me a little bit of someone like Jordan Rhodes, who oh yes, yeah, yeah, was brilliant. And uh, Jordan Rhodes, I don't think, really got a chance in the. Or Robbie Earnshaw as well. You know, those players who mm. score for fun in the championship. Um, maybe we'll see Mitrovic, maybe. Is, is another. I was going to say, he's, he's like the, uh, the prototype Mitrovic. Or something. Yeah. Um, but then when they get to the, the Premier League, just can't score. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is okay. But yeah, I, I, I think Lemeth certainly proved himself more in the Premier I League think as well over a longer there, period as there well. There might be an element where he's not always an out-and-out striker. Um, mm. He's sometimes played like sort of as a second striker. Um, but yeah, 12 goals and 97 appearances for Burnley isn't amazing. And compared to the other two I've just mentioned, who have quite good international records, seven goals and 46 caps for Vidra, you know, that's not incredible, is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, we, we've spoken up other Burnley players in the past. It was our talking episode. We said about Ashley Barnes and how consistently he's done scoring-wise for Burnley. And Vidra's not done that. No. So, and also, I think you know I mean? doesn't, doesn't with players like Barnes and players like Wood, Sam Vokes as well. When he was at Burnley, 
they don't just score goals. They are crucial to the way Burnley play because of their hold-up play and their aerial presence and just being a nuisance to defenders. Vidra, you know, he's a diminutive, like I said, almost like a number 10 style player. Yeah, um, yeah. And almost it's a bit weird to think of him playing at Burnley. But he obviously has almost made 100 appearances for them. So. But yeah, yeah, for me, he would probably be who I had on my bench. The only other name I had was Libor Kozak, who mm-hmm. eight caps for Czech Republic, two goals. Played for Villa very briefly. Um, I think I put him in above Roman Bednar. Yeah. Um, short <laughs> because um, he had a Europa League top scorer um, and won two Coppa Italias at Lazio. But, oh, fair play, fair play. you know, like I said, I would have probably gone Barros and Nemeth and had Vidra on the bench. But I think I'm happy to sort of move it around a little bit and have Nemeth as a more, have a stronger bench. Mm. That's what I was like. I I I'd much rather Berger start in my midfield than I would Vidra start in my. I'd never start in my starting line. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I yeah. mean, it would be more Paborski starting because I would have had Berger as well. But okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, Paborski or Berger, I still think are a generally better players in their position than, than Nemeth was. Although I like Nemeth, I'm not sort of doing him down, and it helps us get another slow back. So. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I think. Although we haven't agreed on every position, I have basically succumbed to your demands um, <laughs> and agreed with <laughs> the changes you've made. So um, from back to front, uh, we've got Petr Cech in goal, a back four of Gregera, Skirtle, Rosenhal, who was your choice, yeah. Marek Cech, a midfield four of um, Paborski, again your choice, uh, Rosicki, Suchek and Berger, and a front two of Smitsa. Barros with a bench of Cernicek, um Repka. Yeah, yeah. Were we going Yarashik, I think, on the bench, especially as we pulled Baborski into the he's probably definitely better than Vice. Maybe okay, so better it, than it's, Kucha, but so it's probably Yarashik and Vice for me, and I think Vice might be just for the slowback vote. So I'm I'm happy to go with Yarashik. He, he was he was okay. We'll go with Yarashik. I think that's pretty I, I remember him being a better player than Vice or Kucher or Cooker or whatever the hell his name is. Yes. Um, and then Nemeth on the bench as the forward option. A shame that we haven't seen some of the better Czech players, I think. You know, we've seen some some of the probably bigger ones, you know, Paborskis, you know, obviously your Petr Czech, your Rizitskis, mm-hmm. your Milan Baros, a lot of a lot of caps there. But, but you know, you're missing out on like your yeah, Nedved Collar. Obviously, Nedved is like one of the big ones, isn't it? Like it's, yeah. it's a real shame that he never graced the Premier League, um, yeah. because he would, I think, transform this side. Even though it's a good side, you know, he elevates it to the next level. And yeah, as, as, as um, good as, as Patrick Berger was, like, come on. <laughs> and even Jan Collar, to be fair, you know. Yeah, proper sort of target man for this team. Be he he would have been a very good bench option as well. And of course, Slovakia as well. You can say, you know, Hamšík, right? Um, mm. Yes, yeah. He's Slovakian, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's been quite a few Slovakian players. Um, the other ones kind of escaped my mind, but Hamšik, obviously, brilliant player. Always loved watching him in tournaments. Um, obviously, a uh, Napoli legend. Isn't um, there a, a centre-back who's currently pretty doing pretty well and like we've been linked to him a few times? Uh, yeah. Is it Skririnar? Skririnar? Yes, Rich uh, Vinyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I'm pretty sure he's Slovakian. Uh, so, Inter Milan. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like there's a forward as well who we've been linked to before. I can't remember what his name is, but um, you know, I, I think um, I always get, you know, I always 
sometimes why well, I sometimes get Slovakia and Slovenia a little bit muddled up when I'm remembering <laughs> players. Um, so that was like, oh my god, he's not Slovenian, is he? But no, um, I think both nations probably there's been probably their biggest Hamshik and Nedved as mm. probably the biggest exports, and neither came to the Premier League. So despite that, though, a pretty solid side. I reckon a side that finishes mid-table in the Premier League with no real problems. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's certainly a more rounded team than a lot of others we've done, even with only one actual striker starting. It's a lot, lot of good players. Yeah, yeah. I think you got you got goals from midfield. You've got a relatively solid defence. A lot um, of red cards, especially in with Czech behind, <laughs> especially with Czech behind them. Um, and yeah, Barros might not get you twenty plus goals a season. But he probably gets you ten, and also works hard for the team. So yeah, it's 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 a good team. Without being, uh, it's probably better than um, what was the other team we did? Um, there was one of the compilation, the sort of combined teams we did. I mean, was, a- Asia was typically not yeah. that great, but yeah. USSR was all right, wasn't it? I think it was the other one we did that um, wasn't amazing, but um, yeah, yeah, solid, solid, not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the um, the Matt Holland of football teams. <laughs> I think that was my way of describing tidy, it. Tidy. Tidy. Yeah, tidy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, there you go. We're not going to. What. Are we going to. We're not going to say sort of what we're going to do next, right? Or is there one that you've got burning in your heart that you really want to do? Um, I don't think there is. Like, like I said, we, we always got a few ideas on the list, and then sometimes things just, just come to us. Um, I think, other than kind of rest of Europe that's it for nationality so we might want to save that one up just for the future so we're not sort of doing too many nationalities but there's there's a few ideas that we have had we'll just probably sort of remind ourselves and just shout ideas at each other over WhatsApp like we normally do before something sticks so yeah I'm I'm happy just to sort of say you know join us next time for TBA (laughs) yeah well um yeah I, I, I guess I guess that is where we will leave it then again thanks as always for listening um, apologies to any Liverpool fans. You know, we know it's disappointing to lose a Champions League final, but ha 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 ha. Um, that quadruple really didn't, didn't didn't go down well, did it? That was, that was kind of, yeah. Don't kind of jinx aw- it. Got a bit awkward at the end. Never jinx it. <laughs> um, let's just hope they don't win it next season, and then I yeah, <laughs> we'll be regretting that. Uh, but anyway um, thank you very much for listening and we hope you'll join us next time for whatever the episode will be we'll we'll probably um, well we'll let you know in due course Um, thanks for listening thanks for listening and join us for whatever we decide today cheers